0: What if we start off by like listing all the dumb pumpkin spice flavored stuff? Like, you know how it's like pumpkin spice everything. Uh huh. I'm trying to think of like what that would be. Candles, body sprays, room sprays. Yes.
1: So I'll 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 open it and then throw it to you too for sure. The the girl pumpkin spice because guys. Yeah. Let's don't...
2: not gender a scent.
1: Well, <laughs> Dave, back me up on this. Guys don't give pumpkin spice anything unless it's pie, right?
3: I mean, I did get a pumpkin spice latte the day it came back oh! from Starbucks.
2: Oh! <laughs> Wait, so Dave, sorry, do your backup like... is
1: not over here. And have to revoke your man card, there, Dave.
2: No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't just, know
1: about all that.
2: No, that just dated you, Eric. Your viewpoint on <laughs> if pumpkin... there's
3: something that tasting it's... it brings back great memories of a great season. I don't understand why that can't be a manly
1: thing. What's funny is.
3: Why don't guys? we just
0: start with this debate? <laughs> yeah.
3: We're recording right
1: now. It's oh, funny because <laughs> it's funny because a lot of guys don't like pumpkin spice things, but the smell of pumpkin pie, when they were rating smells and they were separating it by gender, Ellen, the number one scent that guys loved was the smell of pumpkin pie.
2: I think hmm. men should not be afraid to like pumpkin spice. I do want to ask Dave, what pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin iced coffee, in my. T- what do you like better, Dunkin' or Starbucks?
3: I have not had Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Uh, I've only had my, Starbucks.
2: In my humble opinion, has superior pumpkin flavoring.
3: Okay, I will have and to I, go check that out.
2: Yeah, I encourage you to try a pumpkin iced coffee.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. With yeah, one it's, cream. it's kind of tough because I feel like. When I went and ordered my pumpkin spice latte, they asked if I wanted a hot or cold. And it just felt wrong to have an iced coffee pumpkin flavor. No. Just because mm. pumpkin, to me, when it's time for pumpkin spice anything, it's like cooler weather. You're starting to wear more sweaters and your, your fall attire. It just doesn't feel like it should be an iced thing.
2: I actually did last fall here at the office, me and uh, two other girls did
0: a pumpkin spice taste test. Oh. Yes. And this is where you uncovered that Duncan. Was Duncan's iced
2: pumpkin spice is superior, but Starbucks hot pumpkin spice oh. does beat oh, Duncan's okay. hot
0: pumpkin spice. So I'm with you, Dave. I can't do iced pumpkin spice. It yeah. just it feels like off to me. Yeah. It's just gotta like be I hot. I
3: couldn't see like a iced peppermint mocha. No. It's it has to be a
1: warm <laughs>
0: Eric, why I are you so know. quiet on this topic?
1: Well, I don't really drink coffee much, so I wouldn't oh, have a pumpkin one of spiced iced latte. You know, if I drink coffee, it's <laughs> Just hearing you coffee, say those black. words together. <laughs> it <cracks>. sounds strange.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin spice iced latte. Maybe you should do a taste test. Uh,
1: well, I should probably try them. Why not? And some of the craft You're the one that does the
0: eating contest.
1: That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, some craft breweries around the state try and do pumpkin beers here and there, too.
0: Mm, I've had those. They're good. And I've
1: never, some of them are kind of good, but yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I, just, I can't get into the pumpkin. That was your very nice
0: way of saying they're not really that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would rarely be my first choice. <laughs> I don't know uh, that I have
3: tried pumpkin beers. I know Potosi does a great like tangerine IPA, mm,
1: which yes, is what I was good. thinking
3: when you brought that up. Um, maybe they do something similar, but yeah, maybe that's something I'll have to check out this season.
1: Well, not just pumpkin spice lattes, then. We could try pumpkin beers around the state.
0: Well, all I know is it smells like fall in my house right now because I went out and put all of my new fancy scents in all the rooms. I got leaves a leaves-scented bedroom, a flannel-scented laundry room. I have bonfire-scented this and that. It is like fall Puked all over my house, and I <laughs> like it. <laughs>
3: yeah, we have a whole crate a that comes out this time of year. That like all of the candles get put oh, everywhere. I love so, candles. So, yeah, like... maybe I'm more knowledgeable about those scents than than most men, Eric. But uh you know, it it makes me feel cozy, and I'm not ashamed to admit <laughs> that. You <laughs> are so wearing clothes. a sweater
0: today. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, what are we talking about today?
1: <laughs> today we are covering. Well, what are we covering?
0: Fall day trips in Wisconsin.
1: Ah, We've been talking so much about pumpkin, I forgot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was the longest cold open of all time, by the way. I feel like it was really long.
1: Little (laughs) fall getaway day trips. Well, we didn't know when Dave started recording, so it'll be interesting to see how this turns (laughs) out. We shall see. Yes. All right. So, uh, The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Polk County, which, of course, is in northwestern Wisconsin. Prior to this area being known as Polk County, it was inhabited first by Dakota and then by the Ojibwa Indians, the Native Americans, and they still call that Indian head country, that area of the state, because the outline, I've seen it on the billboard as you drive north, the outline of the St. Croix River kind of looks like someone's face oh yeah so they call it that uh it was carved out of what was originally st croix county of course polk county named after a president james k polk who is the 11th president of the united states now the western boundary of the county is the st croix river which is also the st croix wild and scenic riverway which is absolutely gorgeous very wildernessy and uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> has very a great, much outside great very much <laughs> outside.
1: great outside
0: that's a great adjective so outside so wildernessy <laughs> see
1: what happens when we do these in the morning uh, can, the we, can we
0: can we update our podcast description we talk about out, wait we talk wilderness-y about destination. wildernessy destination wildernessy
1: things I just that are very that, much
0: outside
2: <laughs> i
1: just created that word and i'm standing by it i love it me too Oak county's county seat is balsam lake which is a village oh, nothing but small towns up there. And a good fall scent. Yes.
0: <laughs> had to bring it back.
1: And a wonderful place for a getaway. Polk mm. County.
0: Oh, and Polk County was the home of the first county to experiment with putting, I think, putting cheese brine, brine yes. into their, when they salt their roads, they were using cheese brine. Really? Now that's a Wisconsin fact for you.
1: That's fun. That's You're actually welcome. something it, it was so successful that actually Milwaukee County started doing that mm-hmm. down in the city. Very cool. So, <laughs> I interviewed the
0: guy that like it was, he's the one that first experimented with it. This was like back in, I don't know, 2014 or something. But yeah, is that, that's as Wisconsin as it gets. Thanks, Polk County. Okay. Last week, we covered scenic drives to view some of the best fall colors. What day is it today? We're recording this out of time. Okay. It's September 15th. So like we're in a, this is a really good timing. Like you guys should be planning these day trips right now.
3: Is this our last
1: episode coming out technically Before. in the summer?
0: <gasps> yeah.
3: It okay. is,
1: because, yeah, this time next week it will be technically fall. That's Ooh. crazy. The right. autumnal equinox.
0: Autumnal. Well, there's a autumnal. word for it, yeah?
1: yes. It's <laughs> kind of like wildernessy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's a real word? But it's That's like the only difference. All
1: right, fine. That's it's exactly like Anyway, so
0: we're going to talk about some fall day trips in Wisconsin today. Uh, We've got a pretty ambitious list here looking at the outline. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out where to start. I'm thinking of – I'm just going to start right at the top on my list here with Flights Fieldstones in Coloma, which is in Washera County.
1: Yep, right up to Central Road.
0: Yes. So I – Had a great time. We filmed here and it was part of our Washera County episode, which you can go stream on YouTube right now. Um, But this was fun because believe it or not, you guys, I had never done a corn maze until we filmed this episode.
3: Oh, that was this
0: episode? Yes. I'm (laughs) a very navigationally challenged individual, so I've always just kind of (laughs) steered clear of... Anything that requires an aptitude for navigating, which is why I've never done a corn maze. (laughs) But that was actually one of my favorite shoots. We got the drone up and they just basically let me loose and they're like, good luck, Mariah. And the drone was like following me around right above me. So it was kind of creepy because I was lost. The drone was stalking me. But I did eventually make it back and they had amazing donuts. I'm going to tell you guys right now. We've been talking about pumpkin spice everything. No, the absolute best part of fall are the little mini sugar donuts. Mm, They're so I'm with you on that, good, and I most a lot of the spots on my list here are home to some great donuts, so I did the work for you guys, all of you listeners, and found some of the best spots where you can go and stock up on your fall donuts. You are uh, welcome. I love an apple cider donut. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they've got pumpkin spice donuts, too. The other thing I like about Flight's Fieldstones is they've got this giant pumpkin chucker, and I think there's a couple destinations on our list that have pumpkin. No, 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 no. They've got a cannon. And you you load the pumpkin into the cannon and it blasts off. And it is the most startling <laughs> experience. <laughs> I was actually scared when we did that. Like, is this thing safe? Is it going to malfunction? Is it going to shoot backwards? Like, I don't know. But it, then once you do it, you're like, wow, if I owned this place, I would just be back with the pumpkin cannon at all times, <laughs> like blowing off steam, like chucking pumpkins in the neighbor's yard. It was really fun. That's Flights <laughs> Fieldstones in Coloma.
1: That sounds very fun.
0: Very fall.
1: I, the cannon thing threw me off. <laughs> Never I know, would have it's like, that.
0: It, I love it because, like, when you think of fall destinations, it's like, oh, you know, pumpkin patches and tractor rides and corn mazes and then a pumpkin cannon, <laughs> which is like <laughs> the most <laughs> intense thing. But it's like, what, you know, it, it, that was the popular part of, of Flights fieldstones when I was there. Kids were like lined up to do the pumpkin cannon. I'm like, of course, <laughs> that would be the thing everyone's super excited about. <laughs> so anyway, Eric, where are you taking us to?
1: There's so many things going through my mind, but you know when you were talking about farms, good luck topping a pumpkin cannon. By the way, well, I, I, I don't <laughs> know if I can top a pumpkin cannon. Um, a, a good little getaway and and day trip is to head eat between Lake Winnebago and Manitowoc. You can go to Meyer Farm. We've talked about them before, but fall is a wonderful time to go there and check out their corn maze, which they do incredibly complex corn mazes.
0: No thanks. Mm.
1: And we were going to do one where I, cause I had a beard and then not a beard in different segments of this show. So I wanted to do it. Th- and I thought of it just a second too late, but I wanted to do a deal where, cause I had a beard during this corn oh. maze. And I said, can we go back? Like as soon as I'm done, I'll shave and I'll walk into the corn maze, clean shaven. That's and yeah. I'll walk Hilarious. out with a full beard. That would to, be funny to indicate how long it might take Mariah to navigate a corn maze, <laughs> but we, we did a helicopter ride over it and it's, Super awesome. And of course, they have the farm dinners and you can they have a pumpkin patch and all of the fall things with the apple cider donuts, like you mentioned, Ellen, and uh, a lot of great uh, fall activities at Meyer Farm. But then if you follow 151 towards Manitowoc, you can check out their Pinecrest Historic Village and also follow the Manitowoc Food and Beverage Trail, which is designed to connect you with all these bakeries and cheese factories and wineries and craft breweries. And in the fall, those are such great places to visit. Agreed. And so that's actually a really good fall getaway day trip or even a weekend trip through that area. So basically from west of Chilton, where Meyer Farm is in Calumet County, and then into Manitowoc County for that food and beverage trail, is I, that's really high on my list for something you should check out, especially in the fall.
0: Hmm. I love it. All right. I'm going to take you to Skelly's Farm Market in Janesville. It's actually about 15 minutes away from where I live, so I'm already eyeing up my trip there, (laughs) right down the road, basically. Uh, We have featured Skelly's in, I think it was like a 2014 show of Discover Wisconsin, and we're actually going back this year. So this fall, at some point, I'm 99% sure we're going to do another shoot at Skelly's Farm Market. Again, another just quintessential fall destination. They are saying because of COVID, they're not doing wagon rides, and there's no apple cannons this year. They've
2: got
3: an apple cannon. <laughs> wow!
0: Um, which I've never seen an apple cannon, so now I'm really bummed. I'm gonna have to go again next year. Hopefully, when they're there, or maybe it's just broken. I don't know what's going on with the apple cannon. But they do have got an awesome bakery. Another really good spot to go pick up your donuts. I told you guys I was gonna give you lots of donut destinations, mm-hmm. and their corn mazes are still open. And there's they they're saying there's plenty of pumpkins to pick this year. So a really great pumpkin patch. And I'm a very particular pumpkin picker. I like to have a lot of options. Hmm. I always go to pick two and I end up walking away with like nine (laughs) because you can never have enough pumpkins. Um, So this is a really good spot if you just kind of want to get kind of it all in in one trip. Get all the fall out of your system in one (laughs) two-hour trip at Skelly's Farm Market. So west of Janesville.
3: I'm stuck on the apple cannon. Is it is it something smaller that shoots one apple or is it like a shotgun that you just put a bunch of apples in there and it fires them all out at once?
0: <laughs> is it a rifle? Know. Is it a rifle or is, <laughs> is it, it a shotgun? Is it a
3: rifle or a shotgun? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm trying to Google it right now to no avail. I guess um, I'll have
1: to go see it for oh, myself. I think I found next it next year. Wait, you hold put a on. ton of apples in there, it's like a machine gun, right?
0: Right. That's that would be dangerously awesome okay I I am seeing it oh my gosh I need to send this to you guys okay so they've got a picture this is from 2018 but I just googled Skelly's Farm Market Apple Cannon And it has like a sight in everything on the cannon. Like you can aim. And when you look beyond, so it's right next to the cornfield and they've got all these targets back there. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, so this is totally different than the pumpkin cannon at flights. At at flights, it was more like just shoot it off and watch the pumpkin go as far as you can get it. But at Skelly's, it looks like you're actually, like this is target practice. So (laughs) I love it. And they've got like, random that you should see the targets that you can aim at there's like random little funny faces and oh, cool but well, we definitely
3: of... shouldn't be hyping this up as much as we are <laughs> if, it's, if it's closed for the season but well, i am excited for next year
0: next year you guys can practice and then we can all go there next year and yeah that would be a, a little that could be a fun work bonding activity
1: mm-hmm. i like <laughs> it
0: that's scaly's farm market in janesville
1: all right i'm gonna stay in southern wisconsin then and actually fairly close to Milwaukee in a very popular place that's been known and loved for years. Of course, the Elegant Farmer, Mm -hmm. which is in, it's just outside of McQuanago on uh, National Avenue, the old highway between Beloit and Milwaukee before they built I-43, a lot of big things along the road. But Elegant Farmer is famous for their pies and their great farm market, but their pies are well-known apple pies baked in a bag, like a paper bag and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh but you can couple a trip to the Elegant Farmer with a ride on an old interurban train which goes between East Troy and McQuanago. they're about 5 6 miles apart and they have they have dinners and kids rides and all kinds of fun things but it is an authentic old school train ride Cool So you can couple a ride and kids love it couple a train ride with uh, a great farm fall market and uh, there's a lot of little farms around there too with that have the pumpkins and all of that good stuff and that's only a few minutes outside of milwaukee uh it's not far from lake geneva or burlington and it's even not that far from madison so a uh an east troy McQuanago trip is a lot of fun and if you haven't been to east troy lately their town square is charming and bustling and they just opened a brewery down there called east troy brewery so uh Mm -hmm. those are two little fun towns to visit you can take a little train in between them very nice
3: that
0: Mm -hmm. one's on my list haven't been Here's one that I have been to and love, which is why I'm featuring it. We're going to head to the Mississippi River over on the west side of the state to Maiden Rock Winery and Cidery. I figured we could not not talk about a cidery, right?
4: Mm -hmm.
1: It is the time of year especially.
0: Yes. And so even though it's called Maiden Rock Winery and Cidery, it's actually technically located in Stockholm or just outside of Stockholm. And from what I remember, it's been a few years since I've been there, but the drive there is super cool. They're up on top, like on the ridge. So just the drive alone is really, really fun, right there in the driftless area. Obviously known for both their ciders and their wine, so I'd highly recommend doing a tasting when you go. They've got an apple orchard right on site from what I remember. And this is something new to me. I didn't I have not yet experienced this myself, but it is definitely on my list. So they do riverboat wine and cider cruises out of Lacrosse. Yeah, wow. right on the Mississippi River featuring Maiden Rock ciders. So I, I that sounds
3: awesome. I would okay. love to yes. I think During that the would fall be fall colors. Ooh.
0: Yeah, I can I can't even like that that is like that's like if you want to do if you want to do a date, I feel like all the ones we're mentioning are awesome or family friendly little little day trip, but that's like on an, the next level. I feel like yeah. if you really want to impress your date, <laughs> take them on the Lacrosse River cruise and treat them to some great ciders. Um they've got like the little shop there and i remember when i went there a few years back they were so fun and they sit there right with you and do the tasting with you and kind of walk you through each of the ciders and i'm personally ever since my study abroad in australia (laughs) they were big on ciders down in australia i (laughs) came back and like that was like my go-to drink were hard ciders and they're just they're so good perfect for fall
1: cool Mm. yeah well i am going to go actually i'm going to go with uh nice combination trip too that we actually just did uh, a couple of weekends ago and it's just north of lacrosse if we're hitting uh, around the Trempolo area and uh i know ellen you're familiar with this area because you got lacrosse in your in your history
2: correct correct
1: eckers <laughs> apple farm which is uh the setting of that place is gorgeous because there are bluffs behind there and some of them are pretty abrupt. Like the, the landscape there is absolutely beautiful. This is right along the great river road, right along highway 35, just like uh, maiden rock winery and cidery is Mariah. Mm. And they do apples and they'll, they'll press them and they make the ciders and you can pick apples in the orchards and they have live music. And they also have a, uh, it's not a beer tent. It's a, kind of a really cool wooden building that they constructed. And so they offer craft beer out of there. And I met one of the guys I met is actually from Melbourne, Australia. And he was serving beer there. And I was like, how did you get from
0: Melbourne, Melbourne,
1: Australia, Melbourne, <laughs> the
0: Australian Melbourne
1: Australia, <laughs> to just a little bit north of Lacrosse? That is not a well-worn path. Yeah. Well, he married uh, what he said was uh, a lovely young lady named Jessica. Jessica Ecker, and they met in Europe, and she is part of the Ecker family that has Mm. the apple orchard. And when the patriarch of the family uh, retired, the kids, all female, came in and took over the farm. And it's, I believe, Ellen, right? The uh, the largest, or maybe the only—I don't know—all female owned.
2: I think so. I love farm in the state. Love female owned businesses. Gotta check it out. It's awesome. They have great like wagon rides Mm -hmm. or. They'll take you out to different types of apples. Um, Hmm. I think they, when I was there in college, they served um, like ciders and beers as well.
1: Yeah, they do. They do a lot of different ciders, various kinds of apple ciders, of course, along with the craft beers. And the the family story is actually really interesting too. So I found myself uh, quite intrigued by that. And um, but right near there too, if you're more into wine, the Elmaro Winery. Is just down the road a little ways. And you're very close to Trempolo. And so if you want to hit Perot State Park with some great hiking, if you want to enjoy an old fashioned and some great food at Sullivan Supper Club, that's right there. And of course the Trempolo Hotel uh, is a classic place to eat and stay, really. Uh, and you have to try their walnut balls. Hmm.
0: Walnut very, balls.
1: Walnut balls is one of their appetizers. Very nutritious and very delicious. Hmm. So, I'm intrigued and those are all within about I'd say within 10 miles of each other or so hmm. and so that makes for a really great day trip particularly in the fall
0: Ugh, I'm really craving a trip is it too yeah. early to go this mm-hmm. weekend <laughs> I <wait>? it's never <laughs> a too bit. late <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's head to southeastern Wisconsin to Sturtevant in Racine County home of Apple Holler Holla Holla <laughs> So unfortunately right now, and I would encourage everyone to, you know, check to make sure which parts of each of these destinations are open because many of them do have indoor facilities and, you know, they always, they all vary, obviously, given the COVID situation. So I do know that the restaurant, like Apple Holler, is home to an actual restaurant and their main dining room is closed right now, but they've got the Applewood Grill drive-through, which is genius, I think. Hmm. And they've also got their outdoor orchard market and cider and bakery barn open and they've got apple everything. I mean, apple cider donuts, first of all, again, common mm-hmm. theme here, um, homemade pies, turnovers, breads, fresh apples, apple cider. They've got salad dressings, jellies, salsas, pretzel dips, everything you can think of. So bring your monies and <laughs> your <laughs> shopping list and just stock up on the you know pantry items for all things with fall flavor. Really good spot.
1: Very popular for families. And really, if you want to check out the Mars Cheese Castle, too, that's only about three,
0: four miles down the road.
1: So you can do a kind of a little combo trip there. Yes, I'm ashamed
3: to admit, but I don't think I've ever had an apple cider donut. What? And I'm very excited to. Uh, maybe we'll talk about this next week. But that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to this season for. Is I want to get out to a lot of these apple orchards because I, I just haven't done much of that in the past. You you're a world fan, Dave. Dave. I'm. That'll be excited. a good
0: like date day trip with you and your wife. You're gonna yeah. be a, a new man. You're def- you're gonna <laughs> like yeah. Your horizons have been will definitely be expanded after you. I'm try. excited. These yeah. Apple cider donuts, they're we've world- talked, changing.
1: We've talked more about apple cider donuts and cannons in this episode. Than, than <laughs> and Change the show title,
0: yes, me at Apple Cider Donuts and Cannons. <laughs> Might that happen. is good clickbait, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right.
1: Mariah, I think we have time for one more. Let's go to northwestern Wisconsin. What do you say?
0: <gasps> Let's do it, Rice Lick, yes, okay. Let's go, to, speaking of <laughs> cannons, uh, Momsen's Produce Patch. I love that they all have their cute little names. It's a produce mm. patch. So adorable. Mm. Up in Barron County, featured in our Barron County episode of 2018. 28- 17, 17, 18, something, something like that. around there. Great episode. And I was—I added this one to my list to bring up, Eric, because when I saw that you got to go there for the show and I saw the final cut, I was like, oh my gosh, this place is officially on my bucket list because you got to chuck some pumpkins.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really fun place to go. There's a little bit of a petting zoo for kids there. Pumpkins, of course, everywhere that you can pick or just buy and take. All kinds of different food and beverages to enjoy. And pumpkin chucking. This is not out of a cannon, but this is that big catapult-looking thing. It looks very medieval. A trebuchet. Sure. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, they've got the they've got the rope and everything right there. And they load a pumpkin on this deal. And you take an axe, and it's a real axe, very heavy. You swing that puppy and you cut the rope that holds it. And that thing, I mean, cool. It, it's a process. You know, it starts winding up and you hear the noise and then and then off that thing goes. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that thing goes a couple hundred yards, several wow. hundred yards. And it's funny because, you know, you feel like Paul Bunyan. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> me swing axe, me chunk pumpkin. Bah, <laughs> you know, and it's it's a lot of it's fun. It's
0: crazy. And it flies. It does. Like wow. flies. And they are calling it. It's called the pumpkin artillery. That's what they call it. Okay. At Momsen's, it says, our infantry, this is our website, our infantry consists of two medieval catapults, a pumpkin cannon, and apple shooter.
1: Wow.
3: If
0: you have never seen this or have witnessed it a thousand times, it is an incredible experience. I, really like <laughs> I didn't this. do the
1: apple shooter. I want to I know. I wonder one. if this
0: is new. And it seems like, according to their site, assuming it's updated, it's still going on. You can still actually partake. So well, they exciting. go way
1: into October at Momsen's usually, so. And even the, even the little rides, because they have um, little rides you can do over through and around the farm. And the one scene they cut out, which I wish they'd kept, was me leading a troop of Girl Scouts and their moms on a little sing-along. Apparently, oh, that's cute. Apparently, they didn't want footage of eight-year-old girls singing the Pina Colada song. <laughs> but I thought it was a fun little chorus, you know? The moms uh, loved it.
0: <laughs> so that's MomSins.
1: There's mom you can sins.
0: only You can't not have fun there. <laughs> I need to go. I want to try that apple cannon slash pumpkin yeah. artillery. I want to. I, I never realized so bad. these apple orchards
3: were such good places to go get your aggression out. I
0: know. I didn't either. <laughs> I definitely didn't until we did all this research. So, and there's a thousand we more like we could have. There's so many. It's still in my head. That I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this one and that one. And uh, there's some great ones in Door County, down in the Richland Center area, but. I don't know. We're going to have to save it for next year's fall episodes, I guess. It's hard to cover it all. If you guys have your own suggestions, let us know in the Around the Campfire Facebook group, because I know there's plenty that didn't make the cut, but we just shared a couple of our faves.
1: All right. Well, this episode of The Cabin is sponsored in part by the Wisconsin Corn Growers Association. WCGA, if you will. They're a united grassroots driven member organization representing growers from across Wisconsin on important state and national agricultural issues. WCGA, in collaboration with the Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board, utilizes checkoff funds to develop and defend markets, fund research, and provide education about corn and corn products. And of course, driving around the state, you see just, just all the corn that's been here for the month or two when the stocks are the highest and it's just a beautiful thing to see. And you can learn more about all the services available through the WCGA and become a member at wicorn.org. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for all of your wonderful reviews. I'm so excited to read another one this week. It's from Mizzou fit.
1: Mizzou. They went to university of Missouri. I'm sure.
0: Who says, this podcast has been my weekly norm since March when lockdown kicked into high gear. I started taking daily morning walks and always have podcasts as part of my walk. I now reserve Wednesday mornings to join the crew of DW. Aww. The DW crew is casual, fun, spunky, and witty. It's truly entertaining <laughs> to listen in every week just as much as it is informative and educational. Aww. That's so nice. Thank Thanks, you, Fred. You Thank you. That's awesome. So
1: nice. Well, next week marks the official end of summer. And I know we've been talking about fall the last couple of weeks. We're going to reflect though on summer and let you know what we're most excited about as we turn the leaf into the new season. Oh boy. That was right. good. You wrote that. that you know? Yeah, I did. Okay. I
2: did. I did write that. Very good. Our,
1: our social media specialist, Abby Stecker, our Ooh, Dear Abby. Yes. She'll be back with us for another one of those Dear Abby segments. So if you haven't already, be sure to send the Discover Wisconsin page your questions for us or the Around the Campfire Facebook page, of course. And you can also leave them in a review, right, Mariah? You like the reviews.
0: Yep, I like them a lot.
1: (laughs) So get those to us.
0: Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Mariah Haberman, Eric Paulson, and Dave Janis. Produced by me, Alan Fallon, and Dave. Tune in next week for more Campfire conversations and insight into the world of Discover Wisconsin. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover MediaWorks. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com. And don't forget to leave us a review.
1: And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin.
5: The city of Ashland, located on the shores of Lake Superior in northern Wisconsin, is bursting with color thanks to the work of two local artists. Sue Martinson started painting murals with fellow artist Kelly Meredith 21 years ago when they received a grant for downtown's first historical mural. Today, the city is full of their work depicting people and events from the community's history.
4: I do mural tours, and quite often the tourists will say to me when they're done, oh my goodness, I didn't know Ashland had such fabulous history. And I tell them, your community has fabulous history. You just haven't paid attention to it.
5: Although they're sights to behold on their own, the murals are packed with so much culture and history that Martinson recommends taking the tour or referencing a printed guide.
4: We started um, referring to them as our outdoor museums, which is really what they are. I like to think that these people and these buildings really still exist Mm -hmm. and that they will just step off the wall and tell somebody a story.
5: As Martinson likes to say, the walls are alive with the past here in Ashland. And with such a deep history, there are so many more stories still waiting to be told.
4: People will say to me, well, you should be painting in New York or Chicago. No, people from Chicago should be coming here and finding out what the history of a small town is like.
5: And now you know your Wisconsin.